Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yanks, the Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Knights. I'm your host, Don. Thanks for listening. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Yankees and the value of starting over and building the right way. So let's go ahead and get started. So the Yankee season is over, and after a very promising start to the 2022 baseball season for the Yanks, the Yanks ended 50 and 51 in their last 101 games and were embarrassed, basically laughed out of the American League Championship Series by the Houston Astros. And there's been a lot of talk about what the Yanks should do in the offseason. Should Cashman be fired? Yes. Should Boone be fired? Yes. So to answer this, I want to talk about the value of teams who recognize what has to be done, who assess talent properly, and eventually rip off the Band-Aid and start over. And I've spoken before about how incredibly important it is to properly assess talent. As a matter of fact, properly assessing talent at all levels, and that includes GMs, managers, and the players on a team, is probably the single most important thing any sports organization can do. It's rarely talked about, but it's probably the most critical thing that executives can do. My Yankees, and particularly my Giants in particular, have suffered from an acute inability to properly assess talent. And this has led to far-reaching ramifications for both teams. And for the Giants, improperly assessing talent led to, I don't know, year after year after year of thinking Eli was still peak Eli when he was slow and couldn't get out of the way of himself. He would sack himself, throw interceptions. He was bad for many years. Well, not many, but a couple years after his prime. They improperly assessed talent thinking that Gettleman was actually a good GM who could really help the team. Thinking Pat Shermer and Joe Judge were good coaches. And it just led to bad decision after bad decision. For the Yankees, improperly assessing talent led to thinking that, hey, strikeouts don't really matter. It led to keeping Sanchez forever. Improperly assessing talent led to trading five prospects for Joey Gallo, to signing Hicks to a seven-year deal, signing Donaldson for $25 friggin million dollars a year, for trading three good prospects for Frankie Montas, who sucked and then was hurt. It led to thinking that Boone could actually make the most use of his players, improperly assessing managerial talent in Boone, led to thinking that He could make the most use of his players that were there. And I want to point out the stark contrast between properly assessing talent and ripping the Band-Aid off, not assessing talent, and making small changes, right? So the difference between making that assessment and just ripping the Band-Aid off and doing what you need and not doing that and just missing everything in front of you and making tiny tweaks. So my New York Rangers, right? They were a pretty successful franchise, you know, uh, recently. And I don't mean Stanley Cup-wise because it's been a while. But they've been a pretty successful team in the teens from 2012 to 2018. Uh, But they had an aging team. It was slightly on the decline in 2018. Um, But the team was pretty damn successful, right? So just real quick, they lost in the conference finals in 2012, right? Um, In the semis in 2013, They got to the Stanley Cup Finals all the way. They were two games from a cup in 2014. Um, They got to the Conference Finals again in 2015. 
They got to the semis in 2017. So this was a successful team, right? But management assessed the talent, saw the team was aging. Sorry, they saw that they were declining and they properly assessed talent. And not only in the team, but in the management. And they announced the president, Glenn Sather at that time, announced to the fans that they would have a structured rebuild, right? It was a shocking move because you don't usually send a letter to your fans saying, hey, we're going to be rebuilding and we're going to just, you know, we have this plan. And it was quite an odd thing to see, but it was refreshingly honest with the fans and open. And it, it was well received by the fans, right? And not only did they come across as, you know, being open with the fans, but they then went ahead and executed this rebuild very competently over the next several years. They traded older veterans who were still useful to the Rangers for draft picks and younger players because, again, they saw and assessed talent properly and saw what the team would be in a year or two. And the result has been really great for the Rangers. The Rangers have been building year after year since 2018, even firing coaches, GMs, and presidents. And and in addition to changing players and drafting folks, the result has been good to excellent. The Rangers are now looking like in my opinion, a real Stanley Cup contender at this point. They reached the semifinals, right? The Cup semifinals last year in 2022. They were two games away from being in the Stanley Cup finals. Um, and it might have been perceived as somewhat painful initially, you know, when you send that letter out. But the fans were on board and now look at the damn results. The Rangers have a really good young team. They have a young Vezina Trophy winning goalie, a Norris Trophy winning young defenseman, a superstar forward in Zabanajad, and also Panarin. Kreider scored 50 goals last year and a bunch of studs throughout the rest of the lineup. Um, ripping off the Band-Aid worked, right? The Rangers assessed talent correctly, did what they need to do, ripped off the Band-Aid, fired the folks they need to, traded the folks they need to, and rebuilt from scratch, and damn if it's not working. So that's one scenario. Number two, the New York Giants. They were an awful team who did not assess talent correctly in what seems like forever, right? Hanging on to Eli way too long, choosing Barkley, the second overall pick, instead of Josh Allen, who they could have had, adding free agents and losing draft picks early on in the Gettleman era because they thought Eli was good. They kept trading draft picks and getting aging veterans, and it was terrible, drafting terribly year after year because Gettleman and team could not properly assess talent. They drafted terribly. The Giants this last season finally tore it all up. They ripped off the Band-Aid, tore it all up, started fresh. They fired Gettleman. They fired Judge, and they essentially started over. They started to turn the team over a little bit, too. And the result so far is very good. The Giants are 6-1. and one. They look like a competently run team. They look like a completely different team under Dable and Joe Schoen. It's night and day, right? With the new GM and the new coach, it's night and day. Essentially, everything associated with the Giants is better than it had previously been. And this happened because ownership finally, finally, properly assessed the team and management, had the courage to pull off the Band-Aid and hired new, better people at the management positions. So the Rangers and the Giants assessed talent, pulled off the Band-Aid, they cleaned house, and now the future looks extremely bright for both of those franchises. So now let's get back to the Yankees. The Yanks have been suffering from the same poor talent assessment 
And they need to do the same thing as the Rangers and the Giants did. They need to rip off this goddamn Band-Aid. Hal Steinbrenner has been like a friggin' hobbit. He's hiding in the shadows. He gives mealy-mouthed, halved answers every friggin' year after the season ends about, you know, the need to improve, we need to do better. All the while, not changing a goddamn thing for the last five years. It's still Cashman, and it's still Boone, for the love of God. Like a rat in the maze, you know, uh, and you end up at the same spot every time. So just to recap for the record, right? So this year, we all know we lost the Astros four games to none in the ALCS. We look like a disaster. and We barely squeak out of the Guardians, a team with one third of our payroll. Took us five games to beat the Cleveland Guardians, a team that we have more than three times the payroll of. Last year, we lost in a wild card game, right? to the Boston Red Sox. So we didn't even get to the division series last year. 2020, we lost in the division series to Tampa. 2019, we lost to the Astros. 2018, we lost in the division series to the Red Sox. And 2017, when Cashman was still here, but it was Girardi's last year, we lost to the Astros in the ALCS. With the Yankees' pedigree of success, this is just not good enough. It starts with assessing talent as I've talked about over and over and over. And, you know, a few examples here with the Yankees and assessing talent. So, you know, keeping Sanchez forever, trading five prospects for Joey Gallo, signing Hicks to a seven-year deal, signing Donaldson for $25 million a year and trading three good prospects for Montas, thinking Boone could make the most use of his... All these things I mentioned before, right? All of them are indicators that we are not assessing the team and the talent correctly. The Yankees need to make friggin' wholesale changes here. They need to follow the blueprint of the Rangers and the Giants and burn it all down. Build a better team. The Yankees need speed. They need contact hitters and athleticism and defense. Donaldson, Hicks, Torres, Gallo, Sanchez. I mean, come on here, guys. Who are we kidding? This team cannot assess talent. They just cannot assess talent. Cashman and Boone need to be fired as soon as possible. And that's a full stop. The game has passed Cashman by. And Boone has always been a poor friggin' manager who never enforces any goddamn discipline. Will anyone ever, by the way, run any balls out for, for the Yankees? I know a lot of teams do it. But in the playoffs, in key spots, I mean... The Yanks need a new voice in this damn locker room. I don't care about Boone making a schmuck of himself going up to home plate and yelling at an ump because he didn't think a, a ball was a strike or a strike was a ball. And enough of this shit. No one cares about that. You know, my team is savages. Who gives a shit, man? What we need is someone that makes the team play better, right? We need someone who makes better decisions and doesn't bring Schmidt in in a 1-1 game of the ALCS first game. We need someone who can be a different voice in this locker room who doesn't rest players every three days and actually has eyes in his head and doesn't use 97 books of analytics to determine what is the worst possible pitcher I can put it in a critical situation because the book tells me to. He needs to embrace the fact, Hal Steinbrenner, by the way, I'm talking about now, right? Hal needs to embrace the fact that this team is not and has not been good enough. 90 plus wins. And a first or second round playoff ouster will not cut it with Yankee fans. It will not. Hal Steinbrenner, listen to me. This is not Detroit. This is not Oakland. This is not Pittsburgh or Colorado or some other town. 
that's not going to give a shit. This is New York, and this is the goddamn Yankees, and we need systemic change around here, Hal. Earth to hell. Rip off the Band-Aid. Tear it down. Get the hell rid of Cashman and Boone. And while you're at it, by the way, after you get rid of Cashman and Boone, uh, this is what you actually need as far as the team for right now. now I'm not going to talk about who you need to sign because we need to sign better players. But as far as the current team, re-sign Benintendi and then try to re-sign Judge and Rizzo if you can. Keep DJ, Cole, Boehner, Trevino, Severino, Cortez is good. Keep Luizaga, Castro, uh, Peraza. Keep Schmidt and Cabrera. Wandy Peralta, of course. Michael King and Marinaccio. So keep them. Trade Glaber Torres for the love of God. We have four other friggin' people who can play second base. Torres is slow, lazy on defense, streaky, lethargic. Trade him. He's taken up a spot that doesn't need to be here. He has value. Trade him before we reduce his value to nothing. You know, like we did with Jabba Chamberlain. And, and oh my God, it just kills me to listen to the guys. Like, I can't even go through it anymore. Andy Har, I'm not going to stop. Trade Torres. Try to trade Stanton. If he agrees to it, we can get a pretty damn good return for Trent if he accepts it for Stanton, if he accepts a trade. He's too damn streaky. He's too old at this point, and now next year, he's likely not going to have an outfield position, right? He's going to be a DH all friggin' year next year, so he's going to lock up that spot with, you know, three months of not coming within six inches of the ball when he swings, and another three months where he's really good, right? That's not good enough anymore, right? We need to get him off the payroll, get $30 million back, free up a spot, and get younger, more athletic, and better defensively. Get the hell rid of Donaldson. Get rid of Hicks, Gonzalez, Trey Torres, the pitcher Trevino, enough. Chapman, gone. Get rid of Carpenter, Talion, the Castro, gone. Weiser, Zach Britton, get rid of him. Friggin' Montas, get rid of him. Do all this and get the hell rid of Cashman and Boone. This is what you need to do, Hal. I hope you're listening because get it done. Look at the Giants. Look at the Rangers now. Take a look, guys. They're right around. You can turn them on TV. You can see how good they are. Get it done. I want to thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends all about it. I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks and have a good day.